Now, Mbalian Thule argues that holding that elective Congress virtually in October is, is not only uh, procedurally unfair, but may also lead to questions over the credibility of the elected leadership. Tell us uh, more about what you make of this. Well, look, look, first of all, let me just say that I'm not going to get into a personal uh, debate uh, in the media with any individual in the DA. People are entitled to their opinions. I'm here to, to rather give you the facts of what the federal executive decision was, uh, the, the party decision, um, just to, to, to give you a bit of context. The federal Council of the DA, that's the, the highest decision-making body of the, the party between Congresses, uh, a mandated end of last year, a early Congress uh, in, during the course of, of 20, uh, 2020. Obviously, there was an impact of the COVID-19 uh, matter. You know, we, if we physically get together as a party to have a Congress, we would in fact be in violation of the law. And what the discussion and the decision of the federal ex- executive of the party, also with a substantive majority, the federal executive is our day-to-day uh, political leadership of the party that includes all the provincial leaders and, 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 and the various uh, federal office bearers of the party. Uh, we decided that the only way we can give effect to that federal council mandate is, in fact, through a virtual elective conference. So uh, it, it's firstly the elective component of the conference to ensure that we have a democratic election. Secondly, uh, I would like to add that that the entire concept that was was uh, recommended by the federal executive is something that needs to be tested before we get to a virtual congress. So that there's a number of provincial congresses, uh, constituency elections, regional elections where we want to test the concept first. Uh, it also has to pass constitutional muster in the party. It has to conform to our rules. That includes ensuring that everyone has an equal opportunity to participate and cast their votes. So uh, the necessary support uh, has to be given and must be given to people. That's part of the decision. And uh, yes, as I said, I think it's it's a really a matter that ultimately also needs to go, that this decision of the federal executive also has to go to our federal council for ratification and a final decision which will be debated again. So it's, it's really... Uh, uh, those, that's the facts of, mm-hmm. of, of, of the decision-making. But Ntuli also indicate that there's a climate of fear and intimidation in the party that doesn't make it conducive to have a collective Congress even virtually. Thoughts on that? Look, it, it's, it's, I've been in the Democratic Alliance for 26 years. Again, I'm not going to get into a, uh, a debate as, as a, a, a mandated representative of the party with any individual in the party. Uh, I've been in the party for 26 years. Uh, I don't believe uh, DA members, people that, that fight bravely for our country and the democracy in our country are easily intimidated and, uh, and submit to any, uh, any climate of fear. That's not my experience, and it's certainly not the experience of the circles at all levels mm-hmm. of the party that I'm leading. Let me also rope in Sanusha Naidu for more on this and the effect that the leadership race within the DA, what it would have. And as she's joining us now on the line, she's an author and political analyst. Sanusha, very good morning to you. Is it surprising for you that Mbali and Thule raise this issue of fear intimidation as being very evident within the DA currently? Are you there, Sanusha? Sanusha, can you hear me? 
Well, it looks like we've lost Anusha there. I'm, I'm going to try and get her back there just uh, for a second. But in the meantime, while we're waiting for her to come back, uh, Mr. Walters, uh, why is the proposal to move the elective Congress to a time after the, 20, the 2021 local government elections not plausible? Well, look, it was debated, uh, uh, very extensively debated. And uh, I think about, if I recall correctly, about 18 out of the 23 or 24 uh, members of the federal executive, after a very thorough discussion, felt that uh, we should respect the federal council mandate uh, to attempt and to, to, to seriously endeavor to have a conference in this year. Uh, that's how the discussion went. I thought it was quite a fruitful debate. It was hardly acrimonious uh, at all. And I also uh, believe that, um, look, at the end of the day, we respect democracy. Yes. You know, we, we, we have to be consistent as a party. Uh, we can't, at the convenience, yes. uh, you know, of, mm-hmm. of uh, existing leadership, postpone elections. We need to have democracy exercised right. in the party, and it's better for the party that way. Yeah. Let me just again, again, ultimately, it's the federal council of the party uh, that that will make the final decision. Let me just hold you there. Let me bring Sanusha Naidu back in, author and political analyst. Sanusha, is it surprising for you that Mbali and Tuli raises issue of fear and intimidation as being evident within the DA currently? Uh, good morning, Alvis, and good morning to the representative from the DA. I, I think it's unprecedented time. So obviously, there are uncertainties around how would such a process unfold, what would be some of the dynamics around it. But to separate that in terms of from a technical perspective or process in terms of some of the issues that Ms. Mbali has put forward in terms of intimidation, fear, etc., comes back to the, the nature and the, the way in which the internal dynamics of the party has evolved. And I think to that extent, there may be questions that are hanging over from uh, the resignation of uh, Patricia Delil, as well as from uh, Musi Mermani as the leader of the party, where certain elements in the party, certain groupings in the party, perhaps don't feel as comfortable as they do. Uh, and of course, having this this, this um, conference, this elective conference, to be to 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 formalise the executive of the federal executive of the party would be an interesting space in, in order to understand what these fears are and where these fears come from, what has been the experience of Ms. Mbali with regard to the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the statements she has made regarding these fears and, and, and intimidation that she alludes to, and why, she, why is she making these statements? Can a political event, uh, as crucial as an elective Congress of any political party, be successfully held virtually, you think? It's a difficult one, Elvis, because, I mean, this, you know, in every way, we constantly have to now reinvent or recalibrate the way we do business or the way we interact or the way we actually uh, construct our social uh, engagements or even our professional engagements. And I think having this would be a litmus test of how a Congress of this nature can take place virtually using the technology at hand. Um, but I think we've got to be careful as well. All right. What are some of the hackings that take place? Mm-hmm. That's where we got to leave it. That was the author and political analyst, Anusha Naidu. I would also like to thank the Deputy Chairperson of the DA's Federal Council, Thomas Walters, 